Butes, you know I've been looking forward to this all day, this uh, interview with Dan Ryan, coach of the West Coast Fever. I love when history is created, and the way they went about their business this year was absolutely amazing to watch. They hosted the grand final in front of a sellout, and Dan Ryan has led them, as I mentioned a moment ago, to the promised land. Dan joins us live from WA. Good morning, mate, and congratulations. Good morning, guys. Thank you for having me. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much. It's been uh, an amazing week of, of celebrations here in the city of Perth and with the team. And um, I think it's slowly, slowly sinking in what we've created and how much of an impact it's had on so many people, which is just amazing. Dan, you were first team through to the grand final. Uh, but Vixens, I guess fair to say, were the benchmark team this year. But, you know, just amazing what you guys did last week. I've got to put it down as one of my favourite moments of 2022. And to see the way that everyone rallied around, including former coach Sue Gordian, that finally you guys have pulled this off. Yeah, I think um, the Vixens for us were always uh, the benchmark from pre-season. They really set the standard very early on in the year as to what it was going to take to, to be the best this year, I guess. And, you know, they, they knocked us off three times through through the regular season, including, obviously, that pre-season cup grand final. And um, we knew that the times that we hadn't beaten them in the rounds, that we were nowhere near our best. And our form was really impacted through the home and away season through all of the, the COVID impacts and the injuries and, um, I guess, the lack of continuity in our lineup because of those challenges. And I was really comfortable with that because our form was held back and I knew that we were never going to be playing our best netball in the rounds. And come the last couple of rounds of the season, when we got the full contracted team back on court together, I could see that we were turning a corner and uh, there was just this feeling inside the group before the semi-final against the Vixens that we were poised to strike. And, um, you know, it all came together throughout that final series. And then, you know, on grand final day for it to be the first time all season we win all four quarters for every player to win their position. Uh, it was the stuff you dream of. And I think it's something that we'll never, ever forget that the stars aligned and it was just one of those days where, you know, we really couldn't do anything wrong. So, yeah, very, very special indeed. Yeah, Dan, uh, Butes and I, Michael Butner, we're fighting to ask the next question. But here are the numbers, Butes. So uh, 70-59 is the full-time score. Record crowd, 13,908 at the RAC Arena in Perth. Janelle Fowler, who we spoke about last week, 58 from 59. And then on Monday night, she wins for the fourth time West Coast Fever's MVP award. Butes, next question. Yeah, just Dan, just in relation to, you know, you think about you know, the performance of the team and how well they executed. As a coach, you must be extremely proud because ultimately how you want them to perform on, on that big stage, right, you can put everything in place and you'd like to think that you've got everything in place. But when everything that you've done actually comes out and the girls manage to do what you were hoping they would, it must be very rewarding as a coach. Yeah, it, it certainly is. And I think that that's where the element of it feeling so surreal comes into it. And I, I certainly wasn't shocked that we won because I knew deep down that we would and we could. It was more that element of, you know, the language of like you're living the dream. You've won the premiership and it's come together perfectly. Everyone has delivered. Everyone has showed up. Everyone has played well. It's mm. just the, the probability of that happening on grand final day it's it's not as it's not as clear cut, and the fact that we were able to do it and everyone was able to do it was 
amazing. And I think going into the game, um, you know, externally there was a lot of noise saying that it was ours to lose and we were the favourites. And, and then other people saying, oh, Fever can't win the big ones, it's never going to happen. But as a, as a group this year, um, I really made sure that we spoke openly around what we wanted to achieve and how we were going to do it. So I really made sure there was no elephant in the room where we were where we were fearful of saying that we wanted to play finals, we wanted to make the grand final, we wanted to create history, we wanted to be the best. Um, to ensure that there was no fear of failure within the group, that we were all in it together, we were all sharing the vulnerabilities of what can go right and what can go wrong. And I saw a group in the final series, particularly in that grand final, that was, for the first time probably in their careers, genuinely ready to handle the moment. And I think it takes a lot of... uh, a lot of self-reflection and a lot of uh, bravery to kind of dive deep into your emotions under pressure and how you handle those occasions to really truly be able to execute. And because the group was so willing to do that um, and we found ways to alleviate pressure and have a very healthy relationship with pressure throughout the season, particularly at the back end, um, is how it all really came together. So the girls have to do a lot of work to get into that space for it to be as seamless as it was on grand final day but um yeah if you're willing to dive deep great things can happen Mm. yeah you know buttes a quick story i was lucky enough to meet dan i think he'd just come back from the uk and he impressed me immediately we might have been down at the ais in canberra and i did a quick interview with him and just so impressive came back from the uk spent time at the thunderbirds which is an important part of your narrative but Dan, in your West Coast Fever side, you've got a great leader in Courtney Bruce. And then on grand final day, someone like Sasha Glasgow has the game of her life. Can you tell us more about her impact on the grand final? Yeah, I think, you know, the other element for me going into the job was to ensure that all the players in between Courtney Bruce and Janelle Fowler really understood how dangerous they were individually as well. I think there's always a lot of talk around even being so centric around Janelle and around Courtney, who are two incredible players in our team and really essential bookends, so to speak. But I always felt that the, the skill set and the weaponry of those in between were going to be the players that actually won us the premiership because of, of what they could do to oppositions. Um, and Sasha Glasgow this year, you know, I, I gave Sasha her debut back in 2017 at Adelaide when she was a teenager and she, she was a young training partner there. And I said, Sasha, going on the court, you're up against Shani Leighton. Good luck. Um, and it was a really <laughs> special moment that was shared. And so to be able to reconnect with her now and this being the first time in her career she's played 60-minute matches at goal attack. I remember the round three game against the Firebirds, the first time in her career she'd played a full game at goal attack. And... Um, she just kept smashing ceilings all season. And um, in the semi-final, she only put up three shots because she need, only needed to put up three. But her role was very much around um, creating havoc at the front of Jay and, and feeding Jay. And in the grand final, we thought that we could just shift things slightly and get her to be really aggressive to post to further challenge uh, the Vixens defenders. And, and the way she was aggressive in one-point range and lethal in two-point range and Probably more importantly, her work rate at the front of the circle, working with her mid-quarters. Breakout season for Sasha, and she's only going to get better, which I can't wait to see how far she can go. Yeah, hey, by the way, with Janelle Fowler, she breaks her own Suncorp Super Netball scoring record, which is, you know, it's mind-blowing, really. And she makes it look easy, but Dan, as a head coach, we know it's not. Like, her positioning, 
you know, and she stays close to the rack most of the time. But tell us a little bit about the superstar in your team. Uh, I just have all the time in the world for Janelle, and I think she probably doesn't get the accolade for how good she is often enough. I think a lot of people will see the amount of goals she scores, and a lot of people will straight away gravitate towards, well, she's extremely tall, so it's easy to put the ball in her hand. But when you actually see her in a training environment and you see how hard she works in the gym on her strength, you cannot move this athlete. She is one of the most physically robust athletes you'll ever see. And then there are a couple of times in the grand final where her body was at full stretch and controlling the ball with her absolute fingertip to save it from mm. uh, the feed that was coming in. And it's stuff like that you just look at in awe going, how on earth did she do that? And, you know, even the way she moved, she's a powerful mover. You know, a lot of a lot of her work sits around the goal circle, but she can get on the extension, she can get on the move, she can dodge, she can roll. And the exciting part about Jay is I think she can get so much better. And what's scary is she believes it too. So... Um, she's hungry for more success and she knows there's another level in her game to unfold but she, she genuinely is the greatest goal shooter of all time and to have her in our team we're so thankful and um, you know she's the first one to praise all of her teammates in front of her that put the ball in her hand for her to break those records you know she can't feed herself she's got to she's got to be there for them and, and they've got to find her and um, yeah, she's a very humble athlete and certainly rewarding of, of all of her MVP accolades and more importantly, she just wanted that premiership and now she's finally got it. Yeah, Dan, uh, we're getting the wind-up from our producer. Can you believe that? I, I've kind of got three final questions. I, I'd love to ask you about men's netball. I'd also like to ask how you've evolved as, as a coach since the Thunderbird days and now at the West Coast Fever. But also, have you got a role at the Commonwealth Games? Surely you'll be in Birmingham in some way, shape or form. I will be on the couch enjoying watching that ball for the first time in a long time uh, and cheering hard for the Diamonds. That, that will be my role. I'm sure you'll do it well, mate. Yeah. I'm sure you'll do it well. well. Well done, mate. Congratulations. We'll have to get you back on the show because uh, Nerida Stewart's a regular. She's now the coach of the Australian men's team. And, yeah, we were staggered to hear there's 100,000 male players nationwide, and that's fantastic for the sport, isn't it? Uh, it really is, and I think the game's growing. I think, you know, Netball Australia are now starting to embrace it and acknowledge, which is really important. And, you know, at Fever, we've got four contracted male training partners that have been huge to our success. So the men in our game play such a huge role, and um, I think it's critically important that we become incredibly inclusive for the first time and do it properly and, and make sure everyone is well aware that netball is a sport for everybody. And, and while our wonderful women are the leaders of our game and are the benchmark of our game, they always will be. There is, there is absolutely a place for, for boys and men in the sport too. Yeah. Hey, uh, we do a thing on our show, uh, standing ovation. And uh, you are getting one after an incredible win last week against the Vixens. For the first time in a quarter of a century, West Coast Fever are the premiers. Dan Ryan, thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it.